0: Red conversation, some deep reactions, please. All this comments irrationally hey, me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies of what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby.
1: Explain
0: it to me.
1: Thank you, Vantello, and welcome back to Ret Conversations. My name is Josh Wasta, aka Fallout Fury, and with me. I don't think she can handle this. A cloudy day in Metropolis. It's Miss Leia Cameron. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> very, very apropos yes, for today. Mary. That
0: was that was that was good. That was really good.
1: It was one of my favorite Spin Doctor songs, and I don't know why it didn't get more play on the internet. It's a fantastic <laughs> song. Uh, but also with us our special guest today, uh, first-time guest for a, ra- a graphically novel uh, production mr tony van dyke tony thanks for joining us thanks for having me yeah absolutely we're we're gonna get into it very soon uh in this <laughs> uh this episode of red sun superman red sun now little background and then we will ask you about your history with comic books but sure Lay and i have a history when it comes to people who suggest superman stories for this show <laughs> no. we have done the the death of superman we have done, and and The Fates uh, deleted it off of the hard drive. We've done All-Star Superman. We've not been huge fans of either one. But I will open this up and say, I like this one.
0: What a great Superman story. Okay, so I was just having this conversation the other day. Uh, this is now my second favorite Superman story. Mine too. Um, and, and, and I have vocalized many times on this podcast that I'm not, so I'm not a huge fan i'm not really well versed in dc although i'm getting there right yeah. like i'm especially the show is I'm doing here. a lot of the
1: heavy lifting there yeah
0: yes yes it is <laughs> um and uh in particular you know i've always been pretty vocal historically even pre-podcast that i just don't give a shit about superman um and i dared people to find me a superman story that made me give a shit about superman um, this was actually recommended to me by multiple people over the past decade or so, and I have never gotten around to reading it. Um, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did.
1: Yep, me too. Um, I, I, I will say my, I know, Tony, that you would ask what our favorite, absolute favorites are. Mine is American Alien, uh, which was done by Max Landis. A little problematic there, because he's come <laughs> yeah. out as kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, uh, he also has done uh, oh my god, American Ultra, which is a t- t- movie that I really like, and Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, which is my YouTube video that I introduce people to wrestling with. And unfortunately, he's kind of a douchebag, but
2: True. uh, yeah, American Alien is
1: yeah, but American Alien is fantastic and is my yeah, favorite my... uh, Superman story that does not involve Superman being a villain.
0: <laughs> huh. Yeah, my my favorite Superman story, and this is going to surprise oh. no one who's heard this podcast. Um, it's a Tom King story because of course it fucking is. I would call the man backwards into hell. Um, and it's called up in the sky. And, and I will tell you right now that I read it for the first time, um, last year, late last year, I believe. And, uh, it legitimately made me cry. Um, I cannot recall the last time a comic book has made me cry. That was, I mean, prior to that, but that was, that was, it was, it's, it's a wonderful, beautiful story. I encourage everybody to go read it. Um, especially if you don't care about Superman, because you will care about Superman. Nice.
1: Very All cool. Right. <laughs> All right. So, Red Sun. Uh, let's let's get uh, into it as soon as. Mr. Van Dyke, if you could give us a little bit of your history of comic books.
2: Well, yeah. So, um, th- this is, Leia. what you were saying about, uh, you know, not caring about Superman. Like, that's kind of where I was, too. And that's where this, this recommendation came from for me. Okay. Uh, was that I... I was a you know a huge comic book fan like you know growing up uh, like mostly through like the 90s I read a lot of Marvel a lot of Image um, and those were my core things and as far as DC is concerned like yeah I watched some of the shows and movies and things like that here and there but I never really read any of the comics I think I read one or two during the death of Superman and uh, breaking of the Bat era like a couple there but I just really never dove into it at all. Um, and so I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. This goes back years ago. We we're just kind of on a road trip. And, and we had this habit of like getting into a lot of pop culture debates and things like we do. And uh, I swear if we had been recording some of those, it actually would have made some great podcast content. But we uh, weren't really thinking <laughs> ahead back then. Um, but anyway. That, yeah, That talking. is what
1: led us to this show, actually.
2: <laughs> you know? yeah. I, I'm right there with you on that. Um, but anyway, we were talking about this, the same kind of concept of like, yeah, but Superman's like so completely op like how how do you care about superman like right there are good stories to tell about like being the last of his kind and things like that that like can can make for some good stories but at the end of the day like he's always gonna win right superman like there's they'll just you know retcon in something that he had never previously done before and suddenly it's just like oh i fixed it i solved it by this crazy power that you never knew about <laughs> and so I just I never cared I never thought it was worth diving into and sure. then my buddy said well what about red sun and so basically all I know about it is that it is more or less a, a what if story that if uh Kal-El crash landed in Soviet Russia rather than in Smallville and that's that's about the only framework I know about it um but I'm, I'm you're really in, interested. you're in
0: for a treat you're in for a treat.
2: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's all so, I knew about it too going in and it it very it was a pleasant surprise,
2: yeah. So I'm I'm excited to get into this here, um, because that's the that's the background I have, and I was just told you know it's this really good story, um, but that's about it. That's 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 all I know. So I'll let you uh, go ahead and dive in.
0: Yeah. All okay. right.
1: So for anybody who is not tuned into us before, uh, this is how the lesson goeth. Uh, today's presenter is Pre- uh, Professor L Leia. Uh, who will be going through the entirety of the plot of Red Sun. Uh, as our guest, Tony, can s- pull the emergency brake on the show at any point, stop it, and ask me, the assistant uh, professor, Professor Jay, any question he'd like uh, or make a comment or just stop everything because he needs a moment. We've had that a lot, especially <laughs> with Onslaught. Uh <laughs> Right. And uh, it will be my duty as the assisting professor to answer his question. Now, if I cannot, I will throw it back to Professor L. If neither of us have an answer, uh, we just throw up our hands and go, comic books. Uh, it is possible, since she is working on the front porch right now, we may be joined halfway through by uh, the Baroness Ms. Jennifer Howland. If that happens and neither of us have an answer, we will throw it to her to just make up an answer. Uh, and as it is Superman, that would be great. Uh, so uh on that note take it away professor l
0: okay so yeah so the concept of red sun is basically like uh what if you know in the marvel universe um and this one is uh you know what if superman but communism um it was written in uh 2003 and it actually only consists of three issues um there's red sun rising uh red sun ascendant and red sun setting um, and this was written uh, by Mark Millar. Uh, incidentally, I did not know this before reading it, but uh, this this um, series won in Eisner in 2004, um, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, so uh, we'll start off with Red Sun Rising, which is issue one, um, and already things are kind of weird. Um, we open on the city of Metropolis in uh, 1953, lois lane is now lois luther so that's a thing that's happened um hot start uh she is still a reporter for the daily planet though so that that part is the same uh eisenhower uh is holding a televised press conference to reveal that the soviet union has a superman um in this uh au in this alternative universe superman fell to to earth in uh ukraine um as a note Uh, Ukraine became an independent nation in 1991, God bless them. Uh, But for the purposes of this story, Ukraine never became independent from the USSR. It is still referred to in universe as the Ukraine rather than just Ukraine, um, just as it was pre-1991. That that tracks. Yeah. So I'd also like to take this moment to say that I stand with Ukraine, and I'm glad that Superman was raised there. Uh... Right.
1: Yeah, it feels appropriate this year.
0: Right, Uh, right. Yes.
1: Doomsday, and- I shall put sunflower seeds in your pockets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so perfect. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if uh, if Doomsday would care. He's got he's got trucks to smash. It's true. Um, he hates
1: <laughs> fucking trucks. Fucking hates
0: trucks. He trucks. Does. <laughs> uh, so uh, so the U.S. knows at this point, and this is all revealed during this press conference uh, that he's an alien. He was raised by a farming couple in Ukraine, which, again, very apropos because that's the breadbasket of, of that area. So very much like Kansas, the analog to Kansas here in the U.S.
2: Yeah, also tracks.
0: Um, and he has incredibly threatening superpowers like speed, flight, x-ray vision, super hearing, strength, toughness, and everyone's favorite, laser eyes. Predictably, <laughs> the U.S. is kind of freaking out about this. Um, as an aside, the Kents do exist, except Pa Kent is dead. Uh, we see them very very briefly in like one panel or we see really ma uh, more than that um in the soviet union superman has been raised to promote the values of of socialism which is you know okay um unfortunately it's soviet stalinist socialism so yeah yeah a little Um, different (laughs) soviet propaganda films are really jerking him off as the ultimate superpower and uh The president of the U.S. declares that the feds, the army and CIA is basically all obsolete now. Um, And uh, Eisenhower asked to get uh, Lex Luthor of Star Labs on the phone. Um, Young young Lex Luthor in this, Lex Luthor in this in general is just he's he's really something. This might be and I don't have a ton of experience, admittedly, with like Lex Luthor in the comics. um, But but this this guy is a real piece of work um he fucking loves chess remember that because if you forget this book will remind you, you <laughs> like true. page
1: this is Girl. this is sure what if, what if lex luther but also reed richards <laughs>
0: yeah yeah very much all true. right you know what i didn't put that together Wait, until so he's
2: now, more yeah. of a douchebag
0: yes oh, yes oh yes yeah um,
2: absolutely right. he is okay I well mean, i am you know, i am gonna go ahead and pull the emergency right here for just a sec if i could mm-hmm um, so I guess just from a point of view story is a story told as in like we're following Superman or we're following the usual cast of characters in America and like Superman's the villain Which, how's this it's how's periodically
0: it written from like the perspective of Superman reflecting upon these events so it's kind of a first person perspective for some of it um, We're basically there's there's a for all intents and purposes, like a voiceover, you know, where he's, uh, talking about like you know, I this and I that, but it's not in. It's not always written that way because it kind of switches back and forth.
2: Yeah, I was kind of curious, like, how, why would Ma Kent ever even enter into the story if it doesn't start there? That
0: I think that I think that the reason that it, there was that nod is basically just to show, like, because you're going to come across during this during this story, you're going to come across a lot of um analogs to right uh, to two other characters that exist in the normal i keep on wanting to call it 616 it's not six dc dc yeah
1: dc refers to these as else worlds okay so there is there is uh yeah prime world i think is what they ended up calling it now or earth one and then there's else world so there's the red sun world and then there's there's
2: regular continuity okay yeah, I, I only knew a little bit about like the Earth One, Earth Two, and the whole crisis thing. I I'm vaguely familiar with that because again, not much in the DC. Right.
0: Sure. Yeah. No. That and that's that's something that that it'll you'll we'll kind of come across them and I'll point it out as we come across them. I think the inclusion of of the Kents was just to be like these characters do exist, but they have never met Superman. Right. Okay.
2: Fair enough. Question answered. Thank you. Carry on. <laughs>
0: um. So yeah. So uh, Lex Luthor really fucking loves chess. And to demonstrate how smart he is, he's reading Machiavelli and playing chess simultaneously with like 14 other people at once. Um, Jimmy Olsen is a CIA agent now, and he comes to visit Lex on behalf of the president to ask for his help with some anti Superman deterrence. Lex really has nothing for him at this point, but he's been doing some puzzles to keep his mind busy while he works out something to thwart Superman. In the meantime, however, he's casually come up with a formula to balance the federal budget. As well as a permanent care for inflation so um wow, they're really wow. hammering home that uh that lex Luthor is a dazzling super genius here
2: yeah i mean like we need sounds like we need to hire this guy that's, that's great <laughs> well
0: that's, that's why the president came to him
1: yeah um, he's he's playing he's playing chess with like 10 different people at the same time while also teaching himself urdu it's right it's annoying like <laughs> the levels of show offmanship that he's doing but lex Luthor meets Read Richards. Yeah. Yep. No, that that tracks for me.
0: <laughs> so uh, Lex, Lex and Lois uh, are married, as I mentioned earlier, and their relationship is not uh, super great. Um, he mainly ignores her to play chess, and this this dude sounds fucking exhausting. Um, she rails on him for a little bit for not solving the Superman problem yet, and he assures her that he's on it. He reads the paper for like two seconds, and then comes up with an idea and when lois asks exactly what it is he blows her off and basically is like you know this is a government level need to know basis uh later babe and gets on the phone Um, meanwhile uh superman is rolling around the world just saving people because that's what he does um and this is this is a younger at this point in the story this is a somewhat younger version of Superman. His outright age is never stated, but he does mention he came into his powers at about 12. Um, and so he, he does mention in his first person perspective that his powers were still kind of new to him at the time. Um, so he's rolling around saving people and uh, the Soviets lose control of Sputnik 2 um, and it starts falling to Earth. Uh, the trajectory, uh, the expected trajectory is Metropolis. Um, this will obviously cause a catastrophic level of, of death and devastation and Superman goes up and stops it by essentially hurling it into the ocean. Um, he Good also, it, I guess <laughs> he also, because it like kind of pings around a little bit um, and the globe on top of the daily planet building kind of becomes loosened by this and starts to fall to earth. So he, manages to stop the globe uh, from crushing people on the ground below one of those people being lois luther uh he also manages to simultaneously retrieve a balloon a little boy has let go of in shock and hands it back to him and this panel really is fucking iconic yeah we love this shot like if you pick up the book and you 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 see this panel it's a beautiful shot of superman with the whole world on his back basically the daily planet globe handing the balloon back to a like awestruck little boy it's a the art in here is really good
1: and his his superman s has been replaced by a hammer and sickle oh yes
0: that's very important (laughs) to note his his uh his his costume is not uh you know is not the same as the uh earth one yes <laughs> i'm gonna get the hang of this i almost said earth six one six. i mean i'll um, be
2: following along with that either way that's that makes sense <laughs> to me um but i guess if i could on the pump the brakes again so you said he's like he's been like flying around the world and saving things he stops sputnik from destroying an american city and saves american citizens from this so yes. he's still pretty much superman but just raised with these other you know ideals in mind right
0: right so i mean he's basically basically kind of the inverse of of what earth one uh superman is where superman is american quote unquote and and helps out america but he also doesn't uh really let borders define him in terms of saving people you know he he's he's not like oh well something bad is happening in uh Estonia so I guess I'm you know I don't care you know
2: <laughs> okay no that that's good to know both uh for perspective in this story but also just in general like thinking about that like again I never read Superman so back during like Cold War era like how did they treat that did he randomly save Russians I, I don't know
0: yeah well and that's and that's kind of the thing is like this isn't it, it's implied that this is like the first major catastrophe he's averted in the U.S. in terms of yeah, like sure. um The scale of destruction like he has saved you know millions of people's lives by averting this sputnik 2 crash um but this is this is the superman i like this is the superman that i enjoy um lois sees him makes eye contact with him and is immediately low-key horny for superman but she's married so soups is like oh well and dips um Meanwhile, Lex Luthor asks Jimmy Olsen, the CIA agent, to retrieve the satellite from the ocean because it has uh, some of Superman's genetic material on it because he touched it. This is actually pretty fucking savvy of Lex. And also, I got to give credit to Mark Millar, because it just so happens that Watson and Crick discovered the double helix structure of DNA in 1953. Um, I will not go into the history of scientific discovery of genetics at this time, but I could. (laughs) (laughs) anyways uh it absolutely follows that lex understands ahead of his time how to acquire trace dna analyze and synthesize it because you know he plays a lot of chess
2: right i I, I seem
1: to have heard that somewhere
0: (laughs) superman this is
1: this is also where we find out by the way because it wasn't made abundantly clear lex crashed that satellite
0: yes he set up
1: all of this
0: he set this up to to cause this catastrophe, to get Superman to come to the U.S. basically, to, to see what see what this guy's made of, basically, but also to try to get a hold of his DNA,
2: which that is um, that's a heck of a gambit. But that sounds like Luke or, uh, right. Luther, I mean, right? Yes.
0: Um. So, um, you know, Superman at this point is still just running around indiscriminately saving people from stuff, uh, which causes him to dip out even on his own. Uh, <laughs> I typed in on my notes homelander day parade um, yes <laughs> um which stalin actually uh doesn't seem to mind too much um we this is where we meet a fellow named peter uh, roslov uh, and peter is the au counterpart basically of peter ross um in this universe uh peter is stalin's legitimate son and at this time he is head of the nkvd which is basically like the state police agency um for for all intents and purposes um and he is very clearly more than a bit jealous of superman um because he feels that his father gives superman far more attention than than he does to uh to to himself meanwhile Stalin and Hippolyta of the Amazons so I believe she's Wonder Woman's mother yes okay yes. um they are kicking it at the Homelander day after party um and he tries to Stalin tries to recruit the uh the Maserans and also bone Hippolyta and that's a no from them on both um they they decide to maintain political independence for now um and Hippolyta is not interested in boning Stalin
1: you, you gotta try i guess
0: <laughs> it was he tried to shoot his shot and uh it didn't go well for him
1: yeah um she literally is like maybe if you were five thousand years older <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. all right
0: um at this uh at this after party uh superman also meets uh diana otherwise known as wonder woman um and she is absolutely enchanted with him um and Superman kind of confides in her that he's a little bit uncomfortable with all the attention. Um, And she just she just thinks he thinks he's the bee's niece. Like she's she's so excited to meet somebody that, uh, as she says directly in the book, is is like her is, you know, has these unusual powers and um, and and is kind of a celebrity in his local country, et cetera, and so forth.
1: However, Superman was not made of clay.
0: Right. (laughs) um
1: there's like a so,
2: dwarf joke in there or something but okay, <laughs> move on.
0: good old gollum joke um so Stalin uh tells superman he ought to have kids with diana but superman is a bit distracted as he notices that uh, peter is missing and uh dips out um peter is actually drinking and angrily shooting at a scarecrow which is not a metaphor um he is big mad that he didn't get invited to the party, and claims that uh, Superman is the opposite of Marxist doctrine—that all men are created equal because he's superpowered, and also he's not a man; he's an alien. Right. Uh, and also, his dad likes Superman better than him. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah.
2: I can see there being some some contradictions there, and some... also some jealousy. Okay, sure.
0: Yeah, um, he he notes to superman that he recently shot two dissidents that were distributing anti-superman leaflets uh in a dark alley um leaving alive their nine-year-old little boy who after he shot the kid in the shoulder glared at him strangely and gave him the creeps rumor has it that the kid disappeared into the sewers to lick his wounds and swear revenge who could this weird intense boy whose parents were shot in an alley be no, clue. Especially,
1: especially since the person who just murdered his parents stares at him and goes, Go on, get out of my sight. Your parents are dead. <laughs> then says, Don't walk, run, and shoots him in the shoulder so he goes quicker. Yeah. Wow.
0: So the, next, the next panel shows the kid on his knees screaming, surrounded by a bunch of bats. It's a mystery. We'll get back to that <laughs> kid later. <laughs> I
2: no clue what this could be leading up to. I, I, I'm in the dark here. <laughs>
0: so is that kid uh <laughs> ah, <laughs> so the uh, darkness
1: no parents
0: exactly that's really like when, when i that song started playing in my head when i saw that panel <laughs> <laughs> um so anyways uh, a, a drunk and depressed peter uh, tries to shoot himself in the head in front of superman who of course stops the bullet um peter uh, swears that superman is going to be the worst thing that ever happened to them and is about to confess something to him when superman hears someone shouting for help in moscow and just takes off what that cry for help is on account is is on account of how stalin has been poisoned with cyanide and uh, he shortly dies thereafter like they try to save him but there's no there's no there's no fix in that he he Wait,
2: you mean superman doesn't have some heretofore unannounced power that he can just suck the poison out of him somehow
0: it's actually pointed out explicitly in the comic that superman is not a doctor (laughs) Um,
1: all right even though he runs into a room and starts reading yeah like medical books
0: yeah he still does not get his doctorate in time to save stalin so he he dies um meanwhile in america luther has created what he calls superman 2 uh superman 2 is basically bizarro superman um, he's used. He's created this using Superman's genetic material that was discarded on that uh, Sputnik 2 crash, and um, so that's, that's, that's a thing that happens. Um,
2: right, and, you know, what could go wrong?
0: Right, exactly. Um, Superman, meanwhile, is now invited to become the head of the Communist Party, which he initially rejects. Um, Lex Luthor plays chess with Bizarro soups, and then soups and Bizarro fight um, as they are fighting— Uh, A panicked person in in a submarine that has been kind of following this fight um, releases a nuke uh, that's aimed at London. Um, Superman is essentially frozen in place by Bizarro Superman. And inexplicably, Bizarro Superman sacrifices himself to to get hold of this nuke and fly it out to detonate in space where he then dies. Um, Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's a thing that happened. So that that first plan of Lex's just fails terribly. Like it's it's it kind of alluded to that the genetic material that he was able to recover was somewhat corrupted, which makes sense because it did go into the ocean. Yeah, um, I I had
2: that thought as well of you know, collecting yeah, collecting DNA from yeah, okay.
1: Not not to even mention what the radiation of reentry would do to the Sputnik
0: right. uh, satellite. Right. Yeah. You know. this, this is actually. I actually thought that was pretty clever. Again, of of Malar, um, like this, it does make a certain kind of sense. Um, yeah, so, something
2: I don't know about Earth's yellow sun, maybe make. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, it, it was it was it was very cool. I like that. Um. So meanwhile, uh, at Stalin's funeral, Supes sees his childhood crush, Lana Lazarenko, which is the au uh lana lang um and it stirs something in him but he doesn't act upon it he's just like oh that's interesting there's that bra that i used to you know crush on um lois luther meanwhile is quietly being horny for superman on the roof of the daily planet when lex calls to tell her that their marriage is on an indefinite hiatus while he finds a way to defeat superman um Uh, okay (laughs) like it's pretty. It's pretty much established repeatedly over the course of this series that Lex is married to Lois, but doesn't really like her very much or care about her really very much at all. Um, it's unclear as to why they ever got married in the first place, but here we are.
1: But specifically, he now needs to destroy Superman because Bizarro Superman beat him at chess.
0: Yes yeah he's killed all of his star labs and boys and is particularly pissed because bizarro superman beat him at chess the previous night now i um, understand
1: his true <laughs> motivation
0: <Okay. laughs> it's this guy in his fucking chess i god come on <laughs> <laughs> later on uh superman runs into lana in a bread line trying to get food for her kids um and she kind of explains to him like hey look you know you you can't solve everybody's problems like like this is you know this kind of sucks but like what what could you possibly do about it and this is when he decides that he can in fact solve the problems of the ussr if he becomes the new leader um and basically uh you know tells people you know you don't have to be hungry and scared anymore because i'm gonna i will save you and that is how the first issue ends so when we pick up in red sun ascendant which is the second issue this takes place roughly about 20 years later um we open up on lex luther cursing out the fact that Brainiac has accidentally shrunk down the city of stalingrad uh, and put it into a bottle it was supposed to be moscow that he was going after but it's stalingrad instead um Superman is infuriated by this and goes after Brainiac's spaceship and uh steals his the the CPU from from Brainiac of Brainiac and it, he also gets possession of the Stalingrad in a bottle from Lu- from Lex Luther, but he cannot figure out how to embiggen it. He has no yeah. idea how to restore it to its original size. Um, Meanwhile, Lex is also now electrocuting people who he plays chess with like a fucking maniac. Oh, okay. <laughs> so every time they make a wrong move he just zaps them. It's like the Stanford Prison Experiment on steroids. There are yes. at least
1: 92 tables at this point, by the way. Yes. Because we do, we do see 92, like the, the little table tent with the little card that says 92.
0: Yeah, so he's just chess, chess playing through life here. Um, we cut back over to uh, a place that is called the Superman Museum, uh, where an ordinary looking dude is just kind of taking a, a guided tour for it. Um, during the course of this tour, we learn that the CIA has basically created an entire rogues gallery of supervillains that were created to stop Superman, including the Parasite, Atomic Skull, Metallo, and Bizarro, but none of them to date have worked. The Soviet Union has allied with all nations across the globe at this point, save for the U.S. in Chile. Um, and those two are not doing too well under capitalism. I feel like there's a metaphor here. Probably <laughs> hmm, <laughs> several.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Superman is, as it turns out, actually a pretty good leader. Um, according to the museum, poverty, disease and ignorance have been virtually eliminated from... What's called the Warsaw Pact states, so all the other nations across the the world that have joined in this Warsaw Pact. Um, the tour guide, however,
1: is super sus because <laughs> Honestly, he has a large metal thing on the side of his head.
0: Yes, um, we will we will explain that very shortly. Um, but it, they also note that uh, dissent and disobedience have have been eliminated as well. Um, this ordinary looking dude goes into a bar where a man sitting at the bar is just sort of complaining into the air about Superman's omniscience uh, and wishing that this Batman character would take him out. Uh, Ordinary dude cautions him to be careful because, you know, ears are everywhere and this guy has super hearing. He can hear you. Um, And this is where we learn that dissenters are, are turned into what are called Superman robots. They basically have a re-education implant in their brain that uh corrects their behavior. Um Okay. So that
2: that was going to be my next question there about like, well, if everybody's united here and like all these problems have been solved, like what's what's going on with the descent? Is it like massive crackdowns? Like, oh, okay. Mechanically yeah. lobotomized.
0: Yep. Yep. And 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 given sure. uh yeah, happy little implants to make them uh love communism um
2: <laughs> i was gonna say big brother but yeah okay yep. yeah,
0: same difference uh for the purposes of the story anyway um this dude is as it turns out uh bruce wayne slash batman this this um, this ordinary looking dude that's uh I'm shocked
2: by this revelation
0: yes <laughs> um he uh he tells the bartender basically to like, hey, you know, get our friend a drink and let him know where you can meet up with some like-minded people later. Hint, hint. Um, But meanwhile, uh, in case anybody asks, um, I was in here drinking the whole time. And then we cut over to uh, an announcement over like a PA uh, at the Superman Museum where Batman announces that in four minutes the, the museum is going to blow up uh, along with four other targets. And he urges civilians to evacuate unless they want to like martyr themselves for the cause. um And then everything just explodes.
2: Okay. Um, so quick pause there. So Batman blows up a bunch of buildings, including the Superman building. Because yes. Because Part
1: of his master plan. Well, well, it doesn't necessarily say that it's the fifth of November. <laughs> ah, I see. I see. This, I this actually. Plot. Yep.
0: This yep. this actually will be explained very shortly. Um.
1: B for Bandana.
0: <laughs> in in this in this AU, uh, Batman is an anarchist rebel, and I I personally love this journey for him. I do um, too. <laughs> it's pretty great. He also, and I my notes here says he also has a cute hat. Um. So,
2: <laughs> hey, no, that's that is important to note.
0: So so the Batman cowl, right? Like picture that in your mind, what that looks like, and then imagine one of the like uh the the bear skin like cossack hats kind the of babushkas. being attached to the front and and that's what that looks like. So he's got like a white fur in between the ears. In between the ears. So it's kind of this this very uh yeah like the um god why am I I'm totally dynomic because I own one of these hats. Is it a babushka? Uh, no babushka oh. is like a hair that's like a that's like a hair covering. Oh, okay. This is one of the, the furry the furry round hats, which I'm I cannot remember the name of. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's his his cowl is basically a mashup of those two things, which is kind of adorable. I know it's not a new, meant to
1: be a new shanka.
0: Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I really got to get back to my Duolingo, uh, I, Russian I just, studies.
1: <laughs> just th- I just threw fuzzy Russian hat into Google. <laughs> Meanwhile, so, yeah. I had to Google
2: it to see this, and you know all right i'm I'm down with this yeah right
0: right
1: Right between the ears
0: yeah great it's perfect and i love it there's nothing wrong with this man um (laughs) so um he is he is chased down quickly kind of found on the roof of wherever he's at uh and is chased down by some government helicopters and other uh ground agents but manages to evade all of them because batman um peter meanwhile is pissed that uh batman has gotten away and he complains to superman about it uh, but superman insists that there must be no killing this pisses peter off further um but superman (laughs) once again peter is trying to talk to superman and superman is like yeah yeah hang on i gotta go and dips off to go save more people um i can kind of get why peter is perpetually annoyed with superman frankly um superman uh later then uh visits uh themisera to chill with diana who has converted to communism fully uh she's also his international peace ambassador and a champion of social justice
2: um interesting okay
0: They uh, they go out together to, you know, save some folks and just complain like the entire time as they're like saving people from burning buildings and stuff like that. Uh, As they're doing this, they're just kind of complaining amongst themselves about the shithole nation of the U.S., where as an aside, it turns out that Nixon was assassinated in 63. Um, Superman confesses that he's a bit uncomfortable with people who are now acting kind of recklessly due to his presence. They're they're not wearing seatbelts. They're just kind of um they're kind of behaving very cavalierly about like uh whatever it is that they're doing, you know, because Superman will just save them, right? Say, um, so
2: communist alien Jesus take the wheel. Yes,
0: yes, one hundred percent. Is like people are like, oh yeah, I don't need to worry about, you know, going 90 miles an hour down the highway without a seatbelt because if my car crashes, Superman will stop that um it's also noted here that diana is clearly horny for him but somehow superman does not notice this in any way shape or form
1: um or he won't acknowledge it
0: yeah he more more that he doesn't he only he seems to in in his perspective a retelling of this is that you know he didn't know it then or didn't see it then uh he knows now but he does not at the time ta- he didn't at the time pick up what she was putting down if you will um at the Daily Planet, meanwhile, Lois is now the the new head editor. Uh, somehow, she and Lex are still married, but everybody seems to be aware that he doesn't give a shit about her. Um, like, everybody at her work is just like, yeah, your husband's kind of a dick who doesn't treat you right. And she's like, yeah, well, but he's my husband. Um, but I love him!
2: <laughs> oh, boy, there's oh. all kinds of uh, markers of abuse there that should be addressed, but let's move on.
1: Yeah. Oh, quick, Quick aside. Uh, just because we haven't done one of these, this show yet. Uh, My brother, uh, when he was uh, in law school, had a summer internship at the local courthouse. And he would always, I would pick him up uh, at the end of the day and he would always give me a new thing that he learned. And one thing that he learned is if people choose to be willingly stupid, they will continue to be willingly stupid because there was a judge uh, put in a restraining order after this guy had almost beat his girlfriend to death. She was in the courtroom, had checked herself out of the hospital to be like, you can't keep him from me. I love him.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I have a background in psych and I have also Ugh, learned yeah. way too much about abusive relationships and the patterns of those. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. surprised by any of this. But-
0: I mean, yeah. During my time working for the child support division for as a paralegal for a lawyer, I can tell you that uh, one of the most baffling things to me that I saw, and it's not—it's pretty common. It's not like this isn't one specific case, but this this happened dozens of times during my time there. Is that people would do shit like this? Man beat the piss out of me, hospitalized me, set fire to my house, keyed my car, uh, killed my dog. Um, but it's important that my kids have a relationship with him. Nope i exactly i was like why (laughs) it's like oh well they you know they need to they need to have a relationship with their dad no ma'am they do not (laughs) right (laughs) very very distant
2: relationship very
0: very (laughs) distant like you keep your kids away from this man he tried to kill you and it's like oh you know they need to know their dad no they don't um so i think there's a lot of that in, in play here um yes so superman uh does not does not quite realize at the time anyway that that diana would really like to get with him uh it also is another aside too in this uh superman is pretty sexless like this communist version of superman does not he, he, he pretty much kind of reads as asexual he he is not he does not seem interested in in anybody in a romantic or sexual way um fair enough So, okay. Yeah. So, so Lois is the new editor of the Daily Planet. Somehow she and Lex are still married. Um, everybody knows that he doesn't give a shit about her. Um, she still goes to visit him at the Lex Corp building for their anniversary. And of course he is a dick to her almost immediately. Um, he's like, yeah, just leave the present. You got me on the table. I'm busy. I didn't get you anything. Uh, by the way, Jack and Norma Jean are coming over tonight. Um, Jack Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe are coming over tonight for dinner on our anniversary to talk to me about UFOs, uh, specifically something that was found at Roswell in 1947. There was an alien and some uh, mysterious technology uh, that's been discovered. He, he wants to learn more about that. Uh, it's also noted, although you can pretty much assume that this is the case anytime he appears in a panel, that he's been playing chess the entire time.
2: Well, yeah, I mean we we've, we've gone for a whole like paragraph here talking about Lex and chess doesn't come up. So exactly. figured it had to be in there somewhere.
0: You can pretty much assume at this point that you're gonna see a chessboard somewhere on the panel. Um in Moscow, uh meanwhile, Piotr has been uh kidnapped by Batman. Uh or I don't know if kidnap is the right word. He's forcibly uh taken to meet with Batman because Batman's like, heard you want to talk to me. Um peter proposes to batman that they join forces with lex and the cia to kill superman because batman is the only human that suits hasn't beaten yet batman agrees under the condition that after he kills superman he's going to kill peter basically he, he's like look i know you killed my parents i will kill you next um President Superman's birthday celebration uh, is is interrupted by the bat signal in the form of fireworks that were originally intended to be the shape of like the the uh, hammer and sickle chest panel thing. Um, So it's a a message to Superman. Uh, Batman has kidnapped uh, Diana, uh, Wonder Woman, and bound her in her own lasso. Superman then shows up and sees that Batman using his x-ray vision has, uh, he's swallowed a a bomb as kind of an additional safeguard. Um, And as they are conversing, he gets hit with red lights that Lex Luthor made that are simulating red sunlight. And that naturally weakens um, Superman. They fight and Superman gets cornered in a sort of a, looks like a basement bunker thing uh that's fitted out with these these red lights um batman begs diana to break her lasso that's that's gotten her tied up superman
1: you know? does you yeah. said yeah. batman oh, oh sorry. sorry yes, <laughs> yes i wanted to make sure we don't get confused
0: yeah no yeah, super, superman one says,
2: more quick uh pump the brakes there uh so you said that these red lights were developed by lex so is he like Openly supporting Batman, or is Batman stealing his tech? Do we know?
0: They're they're all working together. Um, Batman, okay. Batman agrees, had agreed that that he will work with uh, Pyotr and Lex and the CIA to to get rid of Superman because um, gotcha. they just can't they just can't deal with him anymore. And Pyotr, of course, being uh, really jealous of Superman, uh, has has always kind of nursed this grudge against him. So he, he betrays him and his country Lazzard, by working yeah.
2: with the U.S. Classic, and also one little side comment there. I, I do find the irony of the light of a red sun in Red Sun.
0: Right, exactly. It's ah, uh, we said the thing, we said the name, <laughs> so the <a> line, Bart. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um. So he begs Diana to to break the lasso. That's uh, you know her lasso that's that's bound her and turn off the lights. And she she does. It it takes a lot, but she does manage to break it. Shut off the lights. And Superman immediately just, you know, gets his powers back, gets out, um, and is ready to lay the smackdown on Batman when Batman informs him that uh, Piotr has betrayed him and then blows himself up. Um, his legacy and the Bat symbol live on in underground freedom fighters. Um, so you kind of see a, a couple panels of that, how that shapes up. Um, Diana, meanwhile, is irreparably broken after the fight. Her hair is white and she uh, is is basically goes like semi-catatonic. Like, you know, it's described in the the book as like, you know, she basically just eats, sleeps, exists. Um, Roslov, meanwhile, uh, Pyotr has been turned into a Superman robot, re-educated for the good of the state. Um, it's also noted that Superman is uh, ha- has built a fortress of solitude in Siberia which is otherwise known as the winter palace. And oh, that is okay. how
2: that feels second... appropriate. Oh sorry, go ahead. No, say that feels appropriate. You know,
1: Siberia is fortress of solitude. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Um but that is how the, the second book ends. So we d- we or... did
1: miss a, a small part with uh Jack Kennedy and Luther okay. when they went to when they went to New Mexico. Yeah.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. They so Kennedy and, and Luther go to New Mexico and they uh, they, they see this the ship basically um which has the green lantern symbol on it the crashed alien ship and they're oh, like we found some stuff and then that's kind of where where they leave it so it's alluded to uh they've got the, they've got the green lantern ring um
2: C. okay i was not up on my dc to pick up on that like the, the batman stuff is very blatant obviously but the uh the crash landed alien like what what else could that be other than something else from krypton oh right that one, that one <laughs>
0: no no you're not alone in that because when i was reading this too that was i was like i don't know what that means all right
2: all right i feel better about that okay so admitting my ignorance here to the dc universe and whatnot yeah Yeah. my bad
0: it it wasn't until i actually saw the cut of the the ship with the big green lantern symbol on it that i was like oh i know what that is (laughs) Uh, right um so now we move into the third and final issue which is called red sun setting um at the open of this book, uh, Superman, the Superman's voiceover basically uh, informs us that six billion communists now inhabit the Earth under his rule. Um, Brainiac has been retrofitted basically into an ally of his, so Brainiac works for him now. Um, there is no crime, there is no hunger, there is no discontent. Um, the Batman, the people who were basically living uh, up Batman's legacy. Um, have all been turned into Superman robots uh, and and forcibly rehabilitated. Um the water supply across the world, there's Prozac in it now to prevent suicides. Life expectancy is 112, birth rates are up, productivity is up, and even Lex Luthor has been strangely quiet. Um the US is still a shithole country. Um brainiac suggests invading but soups does not want to convert them by force or by fear um he's like hey look we got everybody else to just kind of cooperate with us we didn't have to bust any skulls i'd like to continue that um as of 2001 lex Luthor is president um he ceases trade like external trade with other uh, countries um in favor of an internal a very strict internal market um he manages to double the the american standard of living not once but twice he eradicates homelessness and poverty and the 16 states that had defected after civil war ii not the book um
1: (laughs) okay we just gloss right over okay
0: yeah not 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 2024
1: in american history
0: right (laughs) yeah okay so yeah this because this this also kind of opens on a bit of a time jump so we kind of the last one was sort of like in the 70s and this one now is uh, more um i i'm assuming
1: 2001 we, is when yeah, lex was elected was,
0: was elected and and uh so i'm assuming that that this one pretty much takes place in in the present day of the time when the book was written so like 2002 um because it mentions like these are the the things that lex did in his first like six months to a year so i feel like it's this final issue is set in about 2002 um
2: fair enough so we're roughly 50 years worth of history
0: here yes um and yeah the 16 states that had defected after the second civil war and i wrote in my notes come on we can guess which ones uh <laughs> yeah um 16 states that had defected after the civil war returned to the, to the u.s and and repatriated um the only thing that isn't doing well is the daily planet newspaper because lex is a dick to his wife um basically like it's it's the it seems to be that the newspaper is like going under and lois is like this is literally the only business he has not bothered to save um and it's because he hates me uh meanwhile uh speaking of lex he is confident that he's got one over on superman and reveals to cia agent jimmy olsen that he's discovered the phantom zone which is a place where superman can't hear him or read his thoughts or whatever meanwhile at area 51 the green lantern marine corps are being led by hal jordan um they have figured out the secret uh passphrase to make the Green Lantern screen. I'm gonna admit right here I don't know shit about Green Lantern. Uh
1: <laughs> Okay. So all the rings. And in Darkest Night, yeah. There's that. a yep. there's a lantern, and the lantern charges the ring, but if you don't know the phrase, it won't charge the the So basically if you don't have the right adapter. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. So
2: they're they're still on lightning and everyone else is using USB-C. Okay, got it.
0: <laughs> uh Yeah, that's the only part, like, there were a couple parts where I had to, like, phone a friend, um, because I was like, what is this? What does this mean? Well, and the the
1: other important part of this, if you know, I I am not by no means an expert in Green Lantern, uh, but I know enough to know, uh, at one point, Jimmy Olsen is like, okay, it's kind of weird, though, Lex, that you didn't take the ring for yourself. And and, uh, he's like, yeah, it works on creativity and willpower. And I tried. (laughs) So, but you also find out that in this world, Hal Jordan was a POW uh, for four years um, and he was uh, tortured um, by communists in in, uh, Malaysia every day. He was starved down to 90 pounds. He was beaten every day. He basically had like bamboo put under his nails and he only survived thanks to his willpower because while he was in captivity he built a concentration camp in his mind so as long as it would take to dig trenches he dug trenches in his mind <laughs> and as long as it would take to build buildings he built buildings in his mind also also one day he could have like the daydream of killing every per every communist that he has seen in his life
2: yeah okay so we're like Hal McCain here with the all the POW stuff. (laughs) And then Uh, building okay. Let me just tell you
1: I prefer Green Lanterns that do not get captured. (laughs) Oh my god.
0: This podcast is over.
1: (laughs) Thanks everybody for tuning into the last episode of Red Conversations.
0: We've had like eight Um, last last episodes, I feel like, at this point. It's it's true. uh where the hell was i i've lost my place entirely that was great miscaria oh okay yes uh so uh diana and lois uh are are now kind of hanging out on the Masira and com- <laughs> just complaining about men being dicks which i'm here for um it, you know it, it's, it's a great conversation uh but lois's real purpose is to uh ask for the the Masirian support when Lex attacks Superman, which she advises will happen sometime within the next 24 hours. Um meanwhile, in the micro city of Stalingrad, a bug, I guess, destroys 40 blocks because Superman neglected to check on it. Um it it seems that uh they're like they've got like air filters on this thing and he's supposed to check it like once a day. He doesn't do it because he's off, you know, saving people and being president Superman and, and whatnot and uh you know bug gets in and just destroys half the you know city
2: all right whose turn was it to check on the ant farm this week
0: (laughs) exactly um but he feels incredibly bad about this so this this micro city of stalingrad um you know he he feels a lot of guilt over not being able to to restore it to its full size um and everybody in the city is just kind of trapped in there being small um and he he actually kind of takes brainiac to task for for doing it in the first place you know like what kind of maniac would do this um and uh brainiac kind of deflects that a little bit and uh starts to encourage superman again to invade the united states when uh lex Luthor interrupts like he just shows up um but he's not there for too long because brainiac kind of captures him and uh I don't know how to describe this, like robot tentacles. Yeah. Um, it's a Brainiac that, thing. Okay. Um sure. I had never heard of Brainiac before this, um, by the way. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know shit about Brainiac either. Brainiac's uh,
1: literally an alien that that goes around, and he's the great arc. Uh, somebody designed him. I think it was Kryptonians actually that designed him forever ago. And the whole putting cities in bottles thing is he goes and captures uh civilizations that will fall to preserve them basically uh but he has no way of undoing it so ideally there are still like in this case if earth were to be destroyed there are still people alive in a whole city the civilizations saved it's just in a bottle
0: yeah all right Brainiac's I, actually one
1: of one of the more interesting Superman characters I kind of like Brainiac in when he shows up in things but yeah yeah he's weird as hell yeah, My exposure
2: to Brainiac up to this point was like reading the sign while waiting in line for the Superman ride at Six Flags like that's it <laughs> course, that's, that's how much
1: I know about Brainiac see and I don't even like roller coasters so
0: <laughs> uh, so uh so yeah so he Brainiac kind of captures Lex in this like these robot tentacly things um and and manages he doesn't kill him but he like one of them like clamps over his throat basically to keep him from speaking uh and he claims that lex could have talked superman into suicide in 14 minutes um because lex is just that smart i guess um meanwhile the green lantern marine corps are converging to attack which kind of forces superman's hand into a war he doesn't want to do it but at this point now there's the choice has been taken away from him. Um, Superman starts running through the core pretty effectively. Like uh, he's there. They're really no match for him um, though. Hal keeps encouraging the core to, to start uh, imagining Superman imprisoned in a series of micron thin boxes from which he can't escape like boxes upon boxes, upon boxes, upon boxes. Um, but Guy Gardner is there, unfortunately, and he fucks everything up. Um, so, So Guy Guy Gardner, I don't again, don't have a lot of experience with uh with the Green Lanterns, but um again a Tom King project that I've really been enjoying recently called The Human Target, which is not completed yet, um has Guy Gardner as a side character in there, and he's just the biggest douche on the planet. In this book, he has one line, and it's basically just him being a tool. He's like, I keep trying to imagine this, but then I start thinking about like a kids show that I used to watch, and I can't think about this too much, like it's just, just so bad
1: you have literally one job and it is to right. focus on this box
0: right you know and hell's like focus up and guys like i can't i'm thinking about sesame street um it's yeah. just-
1: oh god <laughs> I, was just, okay. I was just thinking about the times in the cabin as a kid this is <laughs> a <Buff> marshmallow man
0: <laughs> exactly so um so yeah he had no business being a green lantern uh he's just the worst um Superman of course escapes from this because the boxes start to form around him like a like a safe and of course Guy Gardner fucks this up so he he busts out of it and manages to really quickly grab the ring of uh, off of hell and and just takes off. Um the Themiserons uh come after him as well, but soups also just kind of blows right through him and actually laser eyes Diana right in the fucking face uh, and it's like, sorry Ooh. Diana. <laughs> sorry, Diana, you know, it sucks to be you. Um, the U.S. releases all of the supervillains, um, that they, you know, the rogues gallery that they had formulated, uh, to try to stop him and, and they failed to. Um, Superman ends up at the White House, lands on the lawn, and Lois meets him on the lawn. She has a letter from Lex in her pocket that she says will stop him right in his tracks. Um, Superman's like, I doubt that anything written on a piece of paper is gonna do anything bad to me, but he reads, it it's exactly one sentence long uh lex has written this to him and he uh basically is like i got he's he's like i've distilled uh what will break superman down into one sentence and the sentence is why don't you put the whole world in a bottle superman this causes superman to break down because his again his guilt over the stalingrad thing uh has has just eaten at him this entire time um brainiac's spaceship is attacked um and superman realizes through this single sentence he has been wrong this whole time um Wait, he, that was it ordered... that was
2: that was the thing huh
0: that was that must have a thing. lot of guilt it it because he could never restore it to its original size people in there are suffering it's the one thing superman can't fix right because like it's 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 um okay illustrated throughout this entire series that superman can solve just about every problem on earth except for this one
1: also Um, superman is not catholic and or does not have a puerto rican or jewish mother (laughs) so he's not really that used to guilt (laughs) i i I feel that comment very very keenly yes yep
0: there you go (laughs) so uh so yeah so this 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 ruins him this wrecks him um so um he orders Brainiac to stand down. Uh, but Brainiac reveals that all of this has been his plan all along, and really he's the one who's had Superman under his control in order to run the world according to his ideals. Um, Lex moments after this reveal uh manages to like cut Brainiac's power from the inside. This isn't really fully explained how he does this, but it's comics. Um, however, The spaceship that Brainiac is on is powered by uh, half a dozen like micro black holes, and they are rigged to blow if something happens to him. Um, So Superman, acting quickly, takes it into space where it explodes, and Superman is presumed dead um, from this. So now we deal with the aftermath. Um, The world rejoices. Um, Superman is dead. The, th- the tyranny of this alien communist is gone. Um, and uh, Lex Luthor and Jimmy Olsen uh, take over essentially the world's government and economy. Um, in 2004, they win 101% of the vote. Um, right. and it, it notes that to this day, scientists and mathematicians are baffled by the result. Everyone's right. a little too superstitious to blame the, fi- the figure on a computer error.
2: I, 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 I feel in this day and age that it's it's really not cool to <laughs> claim that there's something shady about this election here, <laughs> but I have to say 101% sounds
1: just a little fishy.
0: It's just just a bit off. <laughs> um,
1: it was a legitimate election, Tony. <laughs>
0: I Don't stop oh the gosh.
2: steal. I nope. I, I no nope, I, I'm not even not even about ready to touch that I have only had <laughs> one white white Russian here I am not nearly prepared to dive into that kind of commentary, but I will ask just to go back to the story itself of like, wait, out of like 6 billion people that were allied with the communist nation under Superman, everyone suddenly rejoicing that he's gone.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And it's really because, um, and it's implied; it's never stated outright. But the um, lack, quote unquote, of dissent or unhappiness or whatever is not—that's not—that's not really true. I mean, those things still exist even in this quote unquote communist utopia. It's just that Superman didn't really see it, or, or was not,
2: or everyone was afraid so, of the superpowered, you know, communist alien Jesus that would, you know, reduce them to cinders with his laser eyes. Right. Or turn them into a robot if they dissented. So yeah, right. okay, yeah. Um, so and also yeah. because comics. Carry yeah, on.
0: also because comics. Um, and uh, the Batman uh, reappear uh, to you know basically be be vigilantes on the street again, help restore order. Um, within six months, uh, Luther is running the economy of both uh, the like pretty much. The U.S. and and the USSR, but also like all the what, what he calls the global United States, which is basically implied to be the Everything. whole world. Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: so communist daily Jesus falls, and suddenly the rest of the world is lives happily ever after under cap under capitalism. Like what?
0: What? <laughs> well, it's not really capitalism. What it's called is Lutherism. Um, okay. And. <sighs> Uh so he lets Luther eliminates cancer eliminates AIDS diabetes blindness every inherited form of illness um he invents a pill that means that people don't even have to sleep anymore if they don't want to um by the time he's 75 he has a one world government composed of artists writers philosophers and scientists um, there are no
1: more politicians
0: yeah there are no more polit-
1: I am sure there is
2: absolutely no dissent toward this new world order no, no. No. No that should be. No one would ever it's, it's ever actually, have it, issue with
0: It's actually It's actually not mentioned at any point. Um by the age of 120 the entire solar system has been colonized. Uh the triple this is no this is noticeable uh, or notable. Uh the triple had replaced the couple. Huh. I don't okay. quite know. It's a weird thing to put in there. I I don't Just quite know slip
2: what... some like pro poly. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Why not?
0: Um the uh, uh i also the, feel like
2: that calls back to like vonnegut and like every human being actually has nine parents or something mm, i don't know
0: right right it's like um oh god did you ever see um the expanse
1: yeah, no, uh, i have not I've seen not. it but no. i've heard okay, of it
0: okay yeah there's like there's a one of the the, the I, I don't want to say the main character but i guess it's kind of the main character it has like nine parents for real um no. he's combined with the, like all of their dna combines to make him um So it's kind of like that, I guess. Um, The average man can now now lives to about eight hundred, and uh, when so when Lex finally eventually dies, it says in the cusp of the fourth millennium. Uh, So he's been alive for like a thousand years, Um, and and Lois is also still alive as well. And he confesses to Lois on his deathbed that his greatest accomplishment uh, was defeating superman um what what in the world could possibly compare uh with saving my people from superman and he dies with a smile on his face um he's laid to rest and uh it's revealed that the city of metropolis was renamed lexor uh over 500 years prior to his death um many of the uh landmarks and and buildings and whatnot have obviously come and go, but uh, they're, the Metropolis Tower still exists, and so does the Daily Planet building. So that's got to be like having a castle in the middle of like downtown, like New York, you know, yeah. <laughs> very outdated structure, but it's still there. Um, and uh, at his funeral, uh, Lois thinks that she briefly recognizes a gentleman who um, is wearing a dark blue suit and glasses. Uh, it's very obviously on the panel the clark kent alter ego of superman um but she doesn't seem to recognize or realize that that's superman and he takes off
2: um like literally or just leave leave. like leaves leaves is just okay just making sure because you know saying clark kent takes off is a whole different meaning
0: (laughs) true true i should have been more clear nope nope you're fine yeah, just wanted to clarify. Uh, so uh as we go through this, so so you know, we we're in Superman's perspective, and he's he he talks about um that you know, he realizes the human race could in fact thrive without his intervention. So he's been sitting back and watching um, you know, from a distance like humanity's uh path, their their evolution and and um how they've become humans humanity has become more and more advanced um and and led by uh what's a billion years of the luther lineage um and he talks about you know the artist lena luther lombard luther the imagineer laurie luth 145 the math magician jordan luth 1938 pioneering necronaut and first man to set foot in the afterlife i want a whole fucking book about this guy i am immediately compelled. To find out, a how I can apply to be a Necronaut, B, uh, what that would entail because I want in on this. Um, yeah, I <laughs> feel like great. there's like a
2: million spinoffs we could do here. There's a couple yeah. up earlier that I was like, I want to, I want to know this more about the story. But yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: And and so, um, you know, as as so his ancestors or his ancestors, his, uh, you know, children, great grandchildren, great great grandchildren, kind yeah, of exactly. evolved um you know there's alex l jordan l lana l and of course lex Luthor's great grandson to the power of 50 a young man called jor l whose iq exceeded even that of his beloved ancestor um this oh. is where it is revealed that this jor l fellow has been acting strange telling the world that their bright red sun has dimmed and is in danger of consuming them he okay. then.
2: Their red son?
0: Yes. He then puts a small child into a little rocket ship and says, you know, tells him that, uh, you know, he doesn't want this crisis, this catastrophe to bring any harm to you, my son, little Cal L. The rocket ship that brought Superman to Earth is not a rocket ship, it's a time machine. He sends Superman back in time. To 1940 whatever
1: 38
0: 1938 oh huh. where it and,
1: crashes in the ukraine
0: again yep and it crashes into the ukraine again to start everything all over again
2: and the man in black fled across the desert okay and um. that's
0: exactly how it ends um so that's that's the big reveal and let me tell you how delighted i was by that <laughs> yeah
1: no that was a great twist
0: Yes, I was not expecting yeah. that at all. I was like, what the fuck? This is great. Like, nailed this, stuck the landing 100%. And that is where Superman Red Sun ends. Oh, huh. all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, like I said, I really enjoyed the story. I, I did not have a, um, nobody really like I it was recommended to me again, you know, over the past decades by s- several different people. And I never got around to reading it till now, and um, I'm I would like to apologize to every single one of those people for not reading it sooner because this was great. I really. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm on
1: that uh, on that track, uh, except for most of the same people that recommended this recommended All Star Superman.
0: Oh yeah, no, I mean, you know, stop clock can only be right twice a day, and so on, and so on. (laughs) <laughs> um but but i will i will i will i will take the uh i will take the l and admit that those those folks that recommended it to me were right that i would enjoy this and i did
1: well huh. so yeah. tony how did we do explaining
2: red sun really good I, I i'm really happy with this and and now i do really want to go read it myself um it's again it's been something that has been recommended for years and i've heard about it i've just never gone out of my way like I remember I was listening to the podcast uh, last year one day, and I, I was thinking in my head as I was driving and listening, like of all the different stories that like I've heard of and never gone back to because I kind of stopped really like actively collecting comics around 04-ish. Mm-hmm. And there've been a lot of big stories that have been, happened since then. So like I'm listening to the, the uh, Hox Pox episode or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, there's a lot of stories like this that I really want to know. And then Josh on the podcast had mentioned something about like, yeah you know went on to marvel unlimited and i'm like right that's a thing i can do right <laughs> so I, you know got a subscription and started like now i'm caught up on uh you know mighty thor and the the matt fractions run on, on hawkeye oh, and, God like, all these yeah all these other like really good uh marvel storylines that i really wanted to go back and do but i don't have that same affinity toward dc because right. again never really growing up with it and whatnot and and so I haven't gone back to read anything BC, even though I've heard good things, but now I, now I really want to. So yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's worth, it's worth your time. I, I, I recommend it, um, you know, for, for a read on your own. Cause even though, you know, I, I did the, the present. Spoiled the ending for this. me. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I signed there's, up for. Him. There's a lot more to unpack in the body of the comic itself. Um, yeah. Like I, way I more did, chess. Yes. I way did more, more chess. chess, more chess. Um, but I did, I did kind of skip over or gloss over some things or not mention some things because whereas they're, you know, important to the story, they're kind of superfluous in the explanation. Um, and, uh, but they're interesting, interesting bits and beats in the story itself. So it's totally worth Absolutely.
2: It. Might have to. And, and I want to thank you both for taking the time because that's, this is something that, again, I wouldn't have gone back to do. So thank you both for bringing me into it.
1: Well, thank yeah. you for suggesting it because hopefully there's somebody else out there that just wanted to listen to to what the story was uh to see if they were interested enough to go through it so
0: yeah that's kind of our job
1: <laughs> yep. yeah kind of yeah. what we do
2: <laughs> well yeah I, I look at it as a lot of times you know when i'm listening is uh, you know are these stories that i would want to go back and read or is something that i have read and don't really remember or whatever And I kind of go through a lot of those that way and pick and choose but this was an exam uh, a good chance to get into something that i probably wouldn't have picked otherwise that I had heard of but again, have not gone out of my way to to find a way to read this. So now. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, well, Tony, thank you so much for uh, for coming and joining us. Um, yeah. Please, everyone else, tune in uh, next week when we or in two weeks when we will be doing Dark Rain, uh, <laughs> the street level daredevil uh, kingpin as mayor of New York storyline. It's which, so fun. Uh, yeah, we have recorded it at this point. It is a lot of fun. Uh, currently, I have that the next one on our list, but I don't know if we're going to get to it in time, um, will be uh, Cable and Deadpool. And I don't know if we're going to have that scheduled Guys. in time. So, you know, it might be Cable and Deadpool. It'll probably be Dark Rain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which but, is Which is fine, because Dark Ring actually got me excited about Daredevil again. So, yeah,
1: it's a <laughs> she got me excited about daredevil again oh yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah actually
2: i just finished the finale right before we we sat down to record this so oh, excellent. excellent caught up now
1: excellent
0: oh yeah that's that, should... that finale cleared my skin did my taxes got me a girlfriend like it was perfect <laughs> it was it was
1: fantastic yeah no very very happy with it and the incel tears of most of the meme group, marvel meme groups that I'm on just sustain me. Oh yeah. So, oh my god. Well okay. done. But until next time. Take it away, Vandello.
0: Some deep reactions, please. All this comments and rationate elate me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies is what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me.
1: Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. It looked 2021.